family it's your girl christy akins and you have tuned in to another episode of southern chats i am so happy to have you all with me today today i am doing my very first podcast oh my goodness i'm so happy round of applause So, oh my goodness, like, I'm proud of myself. So pat on the back for that. For me, just actually setting forth a plan and going forward. I first started with my videos and um, I knew I wanted to have a platform for vlogging and podcast. And I didn't know how to mesh the two, but I just said, what the heck, just do it. And I'm doing it. So again, I'm proud of myself, kudos. And I pray that with me doing my blogging and my podcast, that this inspires someone else to go forth and do Whatever it is that you set your heart to do. Don't think about it too much. Just do it. So, um, I'm actually still going to be going forth with the episode in its series. So today I am going to be doing episode four. If you have not seen any of the past videos that I've done on my YouTube channel, please um, go and look at those videos. All of my social media handles are Capture This LLC, and that is Capture with a K. So please go view the first three videos, and this is going to be episode number four. So episode number three, we talked about what about your friends? So today's episode is when to let go. And it's just a piggyback off of last week's episode. And it's just talking about when do you let go of certain friendships? How do you know it's time to close the door? How do you know when the chapter has ended? And so today I just want to talk about that and give a few tips and pointers from my perspective as to when you know these doors have shut. So um, first and foremost, um, friendships any relationship that you come across is something to be valued. I believe that your time is valuable amongst your friend or amongst the other person that you're in the relationship with. Their time is valuable. So I do believe that if both people value one another's time, then the outcome can be so much more breathtaking and so much more enjoyable when you value each other's time and when you respect each other. But you have 
certain people who take those things for granted. So, um, let me just go ahead and dive in. Why don't we? So first and foremost, um, I would say, you know, it's time to close a door when you have a friend that is jealous or envious of you. There's no way that you can be friends with someone that A, wants your life and they can't stand to see you excel or do better or do anything positive because they want to be in your shoes. Anybody that you are around that envies you or that always has something negative to say about anything that you do. And then when you turn around, you see that they are doing the very same thing that they just condemned you for. It's like, wait, okay. I said, I wanted to go back to college and, and, and finish my degree. And you said, Oh girl, no, you got too much going on. Like I wouldn't dare do that. You know, raise your kids. Do you don't worry about that. People always say that you should go back to school, but those people don't know what they're talking about. Girl, just work, work hard and you can make it to the top of the corporate ladder. And you, and you listen to your friend. You say, you know what? You're right. I'm doing well in my job. Hmm. I may not have to go back to school. But then as soon as the next semester comes, that same friend says, hey, girl, I just registered for school, honey. You know, I think that it's good when you get into school because jobs look at your resume and they see that you are accomplished. They see that you have a degree and girl, I just want to get ahead in life. So you are the same friend who just told me not to worry about school. And now you're going. Now, let me rewind. It's a different thing if that same friend comes to you and say, you know what? I thought about what I told you. And I really I was wrong for that because I I've done some research or I've talked to some people. And honestly, what I told you was not right. You should go back to school. Now, if your friend does that, OK, kudos. I'm, I'm down for that. But if they never come to you and never say a word to you about anything and the only thing they've said to you was not to go to school and then all of a the sudden they have gotten in school, then no. No, you have to pay attention to that because believe it or not, some of the people that are closest to you, they're close to you just to know what you have going on in your life just to make sure that they can stay two steps ahead of you. Just ponder on that for a moment. Because it's hard to actually think of the people that are closer, close to you. Somebody could actually not want me to succeed, not want me to do better, not want me to make it. Yes. Yes, sweetheart, it happens all the time. So 
it's a hard pill to swallow. But it's even harder when you're not discerning and you're not praying to to ask God for signs. I'm constantly asking God to close doors in my life that he does not want open. Cut off relationships that he does not want me to be in anymore. If my chapter is up with somebody, God, show me that this chapter is up. And believe it or not, every time I pray and I ask God for things of that nature, he shows me something happens. It never fails. So. Be mindful of those jealous and envious friends that don't want you to succeed and in those relationships, in those friendships, they're toxic. They're not good for you. You only need to be around people that are going to they can give you constructive criticism, but they are always there to support you, always there to push you. Those are the type of friends that you need around. So. Um. The next type of friendship that should be eliminated are complicated friendships. And when I say complicated friendships, I mean those friendships where you can count the times that y'all have had good. You can count those times that you've had that were good. But the times that you had that were bad, you can't even count them because there's so many. Tell me, why are you considering that a friendship? Why is this person considered your best friend? If all you all do is bump heads and argue and you never agree on anything. If you say it's light outside, your friend says, no, it's dark. If all you do is argue, then why are you even friends? (laughs) I don't get it. That is not a friendship that you need to keep cultivating and keep trying to push and pursue. It's not going anywhere, sweetheart. Let it go. And we are just too grown to be babysitting friendships just because, oh, I've known her since elementary. This has been the only female that I've known since second grade. Okay, so what? People change. And as people change, if they don't change for the better and you're trying to better yourself, then I'm sorry, sweetie, it's time to let it go. It's just time. I had um, once I moved to Dallas, I transferred my job. And um, when I was working at my job, I you know, got to talking to several people and, you know, kind of cordially having conversations and, you know, making, building relationships as associates with different people. So there was this one girl that, um, she was in my training class when I transferred and, um, off the bat, you know, we, we were kind of cool. She was, she seemed very quiet And um, I was like, okay, she kind of dressed a little, I'll say a little nerdy at work. So I was like, she's quiet, dressed a little nerdy. She may be cool. So 
one day after work, we all said we were going to go out for drinks or whatever. And we get out. We go out to this uh, happy hour spot and she comes and she has this tight dress on, um, makeup done, like looks like a totally different person. And so I was like, wow, I'm like, you look totally different. But she was like, yeah, this is how I dress when I go out. You know, I'm just very professional at work. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can dig it. Well, long story short, we ended up getting cool, you know, hanging out and, she ended up being really, really cool at first. <laughs> but as time went on and I got to know her more and more and more, I started noticing that she had a very, very bad um, anger problem. She gets mad very easy. And when she gets mad, she just spills like evil stuff at the mouth. And it was never like to me, it was just like when we would go out and hang out, she would drink so much and she would just cuss men out and talk it was just it was a mess and so me being the positive person that I am I would always be there and I'm like I would try to calm her down I'm like you know stop talking like this because me I don't like to disrespect men you know I feel like especially our African-American men I feel like they have enough enough on their backs as it is so I'm not going to add another negative to what you already have to deal with but she just talked so crazy to them when she was drunk and a couple of times we went out and people would say how I don't even understand how y'all are hanging together like people that don't even know us would say that to me. How are you hanging with her? And it was it wasn't until like the second time I heard that where it just registered to me. And I was like, you know, mm, this is not a good look. This is not a good look. So we had a couple of occasions where one, um, she was telling me that she washed her clothes and um, she was saying that her clothes shrunk when she washed them. And so I was telling her, like, you know, well, what you should probably do is like the clothes that you you probably get from TJ Maxx or Ross that are that don't cost a lot. You know, wash those in cold water and don't don't dry them. You know, you need to um, make sure that you put those out, let them air dry or whatever. So when I'm telling her this, so she was like, you think I don't know how to wash my clothes? You think that I'm just dumb and I and just went off. And I was just like, no, I'm like, you're telling me that your clothes shrunk. So I'm just giving you a suggestion as to something that you can do next time. So she was like, well, I know I know how to wash my clothes. So she walked off and got mad. So. Later on in the day, I went over there to talk to her and I was like, hey, I don't understand what that was about, but I wasn't trying to say that you don't know how to wash your clothes. I was just actually trying to give you a suggestion and I don't know why you took that wrong. So she was like, oh, well, I just thought that maybe you were just trying to you were trying to make it sound like I didn't know what I was doing. I was dumb or something. I'm like, no, that's not what I was saying. So she was like, OK, so at that point, I knew. I was like, mm, 
this is this this friendship you know i don't think that this is gonna work but you know we'll see so we keep on being friends um whatnot and then there was another incident that happened there was now this this girl um i'm not sure um I cannot remember exactly where she was from, but I know she was, um, I can't remember where she was from. Well, we had another coworker that was, uh, that was African that worked at, at our, um, at our building. And so she came to my desk and, and my friend, she was, she was African too. I can't remember where she was from though. I can't, I can't remember and it's wrecking my brain, but, um, she came to me about the other African girl that works with her. She said, um, I just went by such and such as desk and she stinks. She's so musty and I cannot believe that she smells like that. Now, this was my response. I said, well, you know that she's African, I said, but that's all I got out. And when I said that, she said, oh my, I cannot believe you said that. And she said, I'm done with you. And she walked off. Now, if that's all that you heard, if that's all that you even allowed me to get out, then yeah, you're going to be offended. Because you thought that I was trying to say she's African. So yeah, that's why she's musty. But I wasn't even trying to say that. During the time that she came over there, I knew that it was uh, Ramadan time. And um, I know a couple of people who have participated in Ramadan. And I know that there's certain things that they don't do during Ramadan. I know uh, certain people they you know, they don't participate in any type of intimacy during that time and there's a lot of things they don't do. I don't understand the full details of everything they don't do. But all I was saying was she's African. She might be participating in Ramadan. So she might not be wearing deodorant during this time. But she didn't even let me get that out. She did not let me get that full conclusion out. But since we had already been through this before, I, I, I told myself in my mind, if I continue to run to her every time she misinterprets everything I say, this is how our friendship will be. This is how we will operate. She will blow everything out of proportion and I will continuously be running behind her to explain myself. And at some point when you get to know a person, you should not have to keep explaining yourself. And I was to the point to where if you don't understand, you don't see the type of heart that I have. You don't see the type of person that I am. If you don't see that, I'm not going to keep trying to show you that if you don't see it. So I had at that point when she got mad and hauled off at that point, I had to make the decision that I was letting that go. And I was going to allow her to assume what she wanted to assume and for us to be done with the friendship. Because it was always her and having a hot temper, her getting mad so quick. And I don't operate like that. 
And at one point I thought like maybe I could help her because I'm like, I'm so chill and positive and laid back. But some people don't want your help. And I had to come to that conclusion. People say that they want it. But when it comes to doing the work, they don't do the work. So I had to come to the conclusion to let that friendship go. But that was a friendship that was just pure negativity more than it was positive. So there was no need for me to hang on to their friendship at all. Because if all you have to offer me is negativity and a hot temper, then we're, we're not even equally yoked as far as a friendship goes. So what are we doing here? But wasting time. If you don't want to grow to do better, then we're not going to continue to be friends. And so I had to let that go. And when I let it go, I was so relieved that I did not have to deal with going out and having to babysit her, going out and having to tell her to be quiet and pull her away from, you know, about to get hit from somebody or whatever the case may be. It was just, it was too much. So I hope that you can evaluate your friendships. And if you have friendships like that, that are constantly negative and draining, you need to reevaluate that and consider letting that friendship go because it's not good. It's not good at all. And then last but not least, um, you have to let go of the friendships that are seasonal. And by that, that is simply friendships that are, that come into your life for a purpose. Every relationship that you have and come in contact with is for a divine purpose. And it's up to you to find out why is this person in my life? What is this person adding to my life? Or what lesson is this person going to show me? Or what lesson will I get from this person? It's up to you to seek and find out those those different things. But you have those friendships where you've outgrown each other. And they happen um, where, you know, maybe you've gone to school and you uh, got your degree and you've opened up your business and you have a friend who still is on Section 8, don't want to work, smoking pot every day. And you're like, man, I know we did that in high school. But, you know, I eventually wanted better for myself. So I went and I got my GED and then I went to I went to college and now I'm opening up a business. But you are still just smoking pot every day and, and not wanting to work. You've outgrown each other. <laughs> you are not on in the same category anymore. That friendship has has been outdated for some time, but you are hanging on to it 
due to the amount of time that you've known the person or just, yeah, due to you growing up with this person or, or feeling sorry for a person. Sometimes it takes you to remove yourself out of someone's life for them to get it together. And so not all friendships that you cut off mean that you have to cut them off indefinitely. You have to pick and choose which friendships you're done with completely and which friendships you're giving space to. Mm, mm, mm. Let's just let's just give it a moment of silence for space. Because that is so profound. And that is so much needed in certain relationships. Sometimes you need space. Sometimes you just need breathing room. Like, I'm so glad that me and my best friend, we don't have to be up under each other all the time. And she's not needy and I'm not needy. Like, we can go a couple of weeks without talking to each other. And when we pick up the phone, it's like, hey, we've never lost a beat. And I have a friend in North Carolina the same way. Like, me and her, we probably talk once, probably... We probably talk every quarter. We may talk three times a year, you know, but every time we talk, we can stay on the phone, catch up, talk about the kids and everything. What's going on in her life? What's going on in my life? And it's good. And then, you know, we going on about our business, but it's, it's, it's the thing where you don't actually have a crutch where you need to hear from somebody every day. Give each other their space. Allow allow your friends to do their own thing, <laughs> please. And just allow allow the relationships to be organic and flow smoothly. If you have a friend that y'all talk to every day and it's mutual, cool. But if you have somebody who where you're constantly calling them every day, every day, every day, every day, and then they're not calling you at all, then you're feeling left neglected. Well, maybe they're just not that type of person. Or maybe you just need to ask them, like, hey, how do you do you like talking on the phone? If they're not a phone person, then stop hounding them and calling them every day. <laughs> it's that simple, you know, but. In all honesty, you just have to really pray and seek guidance for your friendships. Pray over your friendships. The ones that you know that are solid and secure, pray over those friendships and pray that they blossom and that they continue to grow and they continue to manifest good fruit um, so that you all can be, you know, better for each other. Um, since I've moved to Dallas, I can honestly say that I've, I've made great, great connections with some wonderful women. And I'm very thankful of the connections that I've made with the women that I, I've, I've become close with. And some of them I'm not necessarily just super close with, but I have people that I can contact and, you know, hang out with. If I want to go out and go get me a bite to eat, I have women that I've met that I can do that with. And I'm grateful and I'm thankful for that because I moved here 
by my lonesome, you know, it's just me and my son. So to be able to have a circle of women that I, I can contact and talk to from time to time, it's, it's wonderful. So shout out to those women that, you know, that I'm cool with in the D town. <laughs> um, but yes, I pray that you all take these tips. Um, and just and just let them marinate. Let them marinate. Um, and don't feel bad for having to let certain friendships go. It's okay. It's all part of your growth. But just to recap the friendships that you have to let go are the ones that are jealous or envious of you. Um, the ones that um, the friendships that you have that are negative and your friendships that are seasonal. Be okay with letting those go. If, if the season has passed and it's time to let it go, be okay. And also give space when spaces do or need it. So I think that I have taken up. Oh, I'm almost at the 30 minute mark. Okay, so I've taken up enough of you all's time. I pray that you all enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to follow me on any of my social media handles. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. It's Capture This LLC. On YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. Please comment. Please share. Like. I love you all. Um, moving forward, if any of you want to send sting mail to capture this LLC at gmail.com, I would love to hear from you all. I would love to hear what you like about the show. I would love to hear if you have a question or a topic that you want to discuss. Everything will be anonymous, but I really, really, really would love to hear from you all. So feel free to email at capture this LLC at gmail.com. Until next time, I love you all. Be safe and be blessed. Bye.